The Sweetest Song I Know podcast, where we reintroduce you to songs from your Sunday mornings of yesterday. My name is Drew Lindsay, and I will share the history and traditions of the hymns we all love to sing. Thank you for tuning in to only the second episode of this podcast. I'll try to be entertaining as well as informative about those sweetest songs we know. If you enjoy this podcast, be sure to share with your friends and review us on iTunes. Again, thank you so much for joining us today. Let's get started. That intro there was given by the Singers of Inspiration, a local Southern Kentucky singing group from the 1960s featuring many talented vocalists and my own dear old dad on the piano. I am proud to share his talent and his love of this old-timey gospel music with you on this podcast. I just love to hear that old piano. This week... I've chosen a song from one of the tattered old paperback songbooks we used in the little country church where I grew up. On Sundays and during summertime revival meetings, we made a joyful noise, as the word says, and I learned a lot about how music has been used for worship since the beginning of time. Join us as we explore the history of the old inspirational favorite, The Unclouded Day. They tell me of a home far beyond the skies. Oh, they tell me of a home far away. Oh, they tell me of a home where no storm clouds rise. Oh, they tell me of a non-cloudy day. Oh, the land of cloudless day. Oh, the land of a non-cloudy sky. Oh, they tell me of a home where no storm clouds rise. Oh, they tell me of an uncloudy day. Oh, they tell me that he smiles on his children there, and his smile drives the sorrows all away. And they tell me that no tears ever come again. In that lovely land of uncloudy days Oh, the land of cloudless day Oh, the land of an uncloudy sky Oh, they tell me of a home where no storm clouds rise Oh, they tell me of an uncloudy day Oh, they tell me of a home where no storm clouds rise Perhaps the songwriter had a tempo in mind for this song, but believe me, I've heard it performed at every speed. One of my great uncles used to lead it with meaning. In fact, to us kids, he employed so much meaning that it took an extremely long time to sing. Oh, and no skipping on the verses either. You had to sing all four. For others, like the Happy Goodman family, 
of the last century, the song was a hang on for dear life kind of tune. This hymn contains four verses, only one part to sing. Typically, this song was one of the earliest in a service, used to focus our hearts and minds down on the good Lord and his promise of a better day, an unclouded day. The folks I've worshipped with most often were rural farmers. They depended on the weather to partner with them to give them good crop yields. They depended on weather for visiting relatives, shopping in town. Essentially, everything that wagon riding folk could do required a good, sunshiny, cloudless, or unclouded day. Imagine being a mid-20th century farmer washing the clouds from his breakfast table. Whether you worked in your fields that day, depending on whether the skies brought you rain or were clear, you depended on God to bring you good weather. And as this song suggests, your, your eternal home would be a land of cloudless skies. It symbolizes no worries, all better days ahead. What an inspirational message. Josiah Atwood penned the words to this favorite hymn. Others, like Roy Acuff, would send it over the airwaves at WSM and the Grand Ole Opry. But from day one, it found a home among the heartstrings of God's people who would make it central to their Sunday morning and revival meeting traditions. It is the penultimate song about hope, especially to a weather-dependent, soul-bound people. Josiah Atwood headed home from a religious service late one balmy night in August 1879. For those counting, that's 100 years to the month before I was born. He said he saw a rainbow in the sky. It was not a usual rainbow. It was centered straight ahead of him in the sky. From where he looked, it looked as if he was on the course to ride right under it. He studied on the phenomenon all the way home. And when he arrived, instead of retiring for the night, although it was very late, he spent some time at the organ. A day and a half later, he arrives, arrives satisfied at the four verses and refrain. As I leave you today, I'll give you an example of the unclouded day as Atwood wrote the song. I wish I could share with you my memories of hearing this old song throughout the years. I have often grown impatient with something going on in my life and driving along or walking along. The words come to me. Oh, they tell me that he smiles on his children there. And his smile drives their sorrows all away. And they tell me that no tears ever come again in that land of cloudless day. If these words don't light your fire, I have to tell you, your wood is wet. Hold on to the promise of that unclouded day. And one day your faith will end in sight. No more storms, no more winds, no more rains. Just sunshine and Jesus in that land of cloudless day. I hope you all have a wonderful rest of your week. If you have enjoyed this podcast, don't forget to review it on iTunes and tune in every week for the next Sweetest Song I Know episode. Now, for your pleasure, here's the legendary Roy Acuff performing over WSM at the Grand Ole Opry, The Unclouded Day. Be sure to follow us on our Instagram account at TheDrewLindsay and email us at DrewLindsayBG at gmail.com. Thanks for listening. Oh, they tell me of a home far beyond the sky.
skies Oh, they tell me of a home far away Oh, they tell me of a home where no storm clouds rise Oh, they tell me of an unclouded day Oh, the land of cloudless day friends have gone oh they tell me of that land far away where the tree of life in eternal bloom sheds its fragrance through the unclouded day oh 